Today, I will be reviewing an album by one of my favorite female artists, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne was born September 27, 1984 in Belleville, Ontario, Canada, and spent most of her childhood in Nepine, Ontario. Lavigne also began singing in church at a very young age and signed with Arista Records in 2000. Two years after being signed, she released her debut album, Let Go, thanks to her very, very popular hit singles, Complicated and Skater Boy. After the release of her album, she sold more than 15 million copies worldwide, and obviously, like most artists, due to that success of her first album, it led on to many more albums. The name of the albums were Under My Skin, released in 2004, The Best Damn Thing, released in 2007, Goodbye Lullaby, released in 2011, and Avril Lavigne, which was released in 2013. In 2002, she released her first album, Let Go. She scored a number one hit with the single Complicated, which is about a, a, it's a catchy tale about a very difficult relationship. More hits soon followed, such as Skater Boy and I'm With You. In addition to her music, Lavigne was deemed a style icon Fans mimicked Levine's multicolored hair and copied her skate punk fashions. Levine's music took a more contemplative turn in 2004's Under My Skin, which did not fare as well as her first album. Still, she had two modest hits, Don't Tell Me and Nobody's Home, and one top 10 track, My Happy Ending, which for me is actually one of my favorite songs by her in that time period. While many of her songs explored, explored relationship troubles and woos, Levine's personal life seemed to be going well. In 2006, she married fellow musician Derek Wibley of a Canadian pop punk band, Some 41. Returning to her more up-tempo pop songs, Avril Lavigne released The Best Damn Thing in 2007. She landed a top 10 hit with the infectious song Girlfriend. A Rolling Stone critic called the song hyper catchy and said that the album had big doses of Lavigne's usual sass, anger, and vulnerability. On the next album, Goodbye Lullaby, Lavigne looked at love from different stages from joyful togetherness to the pain of breaking up. The subject matter came as no surprise, being er, between the release of The Best Damn Thing and her next record, Levine and Wibley had divorced. Now music, of course, hasn't been her only interest. She launched her own fragrance called Forbidden Rose and created her own clothing line. After three years of marriage, uh, she split with her first husband, Derek Wibley, in 2009 and then dated Brody Jenner for a time. In 2012, Levine became engaged to fellow musician Chad Kroger, who is also the frontman for my favorite rock band, Nickelback. The two had been dating since February 2012 when they united to co-write a song for Levine's next album. According to People Magazine, Levine and Kroger married in July 2013 and a ceremony held in the south of France. That November, Avril Levine released her fifth album, Avril Levine and it features one of my all-time favorite songs by her, Let Me Go, which was a collaboration between the singer and her husband, Chad Kroger. Rock and Roll was also on that album and also proved to be another very popular track on it. In recent years, Levine has struggled with her health and she revealed that in April 2015 that she had been suffering from Lyme disease. 
She also said that she was bedridden for five months. That June, Levine shared more information about her illness in her first TV interview since her diagnosis. She explained that she saw numerous doctors before getting the help she needed. Levine told ABC News that she's about halfway through her treatments and expected to make a 100% recovery. Now, of course, since she took time away from music back in 2015, well, back in 2013 was the last time she released a, an album or a single, and because she wanted to get better, she wanted to be able to release music, obviously. So she took almost a six year hiatus. And during that time, she was battling her Lyme disease and she went through a very emotional breakup and divorce from Chad Kroger in, in 2015. And so between getting divorced, battling Lyme disease, she obviously took six year, almost a six year break from music and then came back really, really strong with her album, Head Above Water, which is what I will be reviewing today. Now, this album features 12 songs, and those songs are Head Above Water, Birdie, I Fell In Love With The Devil, Tell Me It's Over, Dumb Blonde featuring Nicki Minaj, It Was In Me, Souvenir, Crush, Goddess, Bigger Wow, Love Me Insane, and Warrior. With the release of this album, you could just imagine my excitement, especially since I grew up listening to all of her music. I loved her music growing up, and then I was actually really, really sad to hear about her going through Lyme, like battling Lyme disease and her breakup between Chad Kroger. It obviously bringing two of my favorite people together in marriage or even just cal cal calibrate, holy fuck, collaborating to create a kick-ass song like Let Me Go, and then hearing her go through all of this and falling falling out of the music world, kinda, it kinda sucked for me, because I listened to her music all the time. But when she finally did come back into the music world, she did not disappoint. She released two singles, Head Above Water and Tell Me It's Over, and those were the, the sneak peeks into what her album was going to be like, and even hearing just those two songs off the album was amazing. Her, you could tell how much she grew over that time. She created very, very emotional songs and they all have very, very powerful meanings to them. So it was really unique getting to hear a very, very, very different sound to her and a very new style of music. Um, but what I also like about this album is the song Dumb Blonde featuring Nicki Minaj. It brings back a 2009 Avril Lavigne and it reminded me a lot of her song um, Girlfriend and it just it was really really cool hearing because a lot of the songs on her newest album are kind of they're more sad because they're trying to get a point across they're trying to say what she went through and what she dealt with and that's why I love this album so much like it's uh, it's very very powerful and Obviously, with that being said, I do have a favorite song on this album, and that song is Head Above Water. Now, this is because during the time of um, dealing with her Lyme disease and being on break from her music, she was having a really, really hard time staying positive and believing that she was going to be okay. So there were times where she was feeling really shitty, and there were and then she would uh, she would get these flashes of 
music, like song lyrics in her head. And she would then write them down on pen and paper. And that's, that's kind of how her whole album came to be, right? It was, she just would write these, these songs and that meant so much to her. And then when she released them February 15th, 2019 on her album, you can really tell just how proud of her work she was and how she's definitely coming back strong. She was not planning on coming back and disappointing. And you can tell in this album. Now, Head Above Water was the first song, oh my god, the first song that she had released. And it is a very, very emotional song. Uh, and one of, the, one of the lyrics of the songs is, God keep my head above water. And f even for me, what I think she's kind of saying is, it's essentially her reciting an actual prayer spoken from what she thought might be her deathbed. And the booming opening lyrics have a universal appeal and they set an empowering tone that Levine ushers through the rest of the record. And that's why I really enjoyed what was happening with her newest stuff and I can't wait to see what else she has in store. Um, in terms of a review, I kind of said what I wanted to. It's a really good album. It's very emotional. She has a beautiful voice and I forgot just how beautiful it was. She doesn't really rely on heavy, heavy instruments in her songs either. Like there are some that are more upbeat in her album and there are some that rely a little bit more heavily on instruments, but a lot of them don't have an incredibly strong instrumental progression or anything like that. It's more just her vocals are incredibly powerful and meaningful. But I guess like with that being said, I'm just going to play Head Above Water now. And I want, I want you to tell me what you think of it. And I want you to tell me in the comments, message me, whatever you want to do, if you've heard her new album and what you think of her new album. I'd really like to know what you guys have to think or have to say, not have to think, you know, duh, it's a Monday afternoon for me and I'm very tired, I guess, doing this podcast, but I hope you do enjoy. And just a little, a little bit of a unique twist on this podcast is I actually, usually when I do these podcasts, I'm unscripted or I'm scripted and I like to read a lot of my information. In this podcast, I'm trying to create my own opinions more so by just talking off the top of my head. If you like this kind of style of podcast with, you know, the more opinion, less facts, that kind of stuff, let me know. I, like I said, I always look forward to hearing feedback and just getting to know what you guys like and dislike about this podcast. It really helps me improve because this is something I want to do. So anyway, with no more rambling on, here is a short clip of Head Above Water. Let me know what you think. And my 
And I'll see you in the next podcast.